listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this uh, Monday afternoon. I'm really excited to welcome back on the program fitness coach Nathan Solier, joining us for part two of getting better protein into our bodies and whether or not protein shakes and supplements are a good idea. Nathan, it's great to see you. Um, how are you doing today? I am well. I'm very refreshed after a week off. I actually had a week off in. Um I had a staycation in, in uh, Lantau, so I feel charged. That's right. I did see some pictures that uh, you posted on, on, on your social media, and, and one of them was, um, I think your caption was an ice bath or something, or was that uh, was that during your staycation or was that unrelated? Oh. And I thought to myself, Actually, that was... even though it's 35 <laughs> degrees out there, I was like, oh, it's so oh. cold. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, it wasn't part of the staycation, but it was my last day of my holidays. So we, we had a bunch of friends get together and, and crazy things, you know, we, we do crazy things like have ice baths together. <laughs> Rather than, you know, drink and party, we go get in buckets of ice. So I, we wrote um, a friend who hasn't done an ice bath before and he passed with flying colors. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was cold, but um, well worth it. Absolutely. So um, about two weeks ago, we talked a little bit uh, about getting a better protein in, in our bodies. And I think we talked about sort of the, the vegan option and, and, you know, having meat. Um, but then we, we didn't get a touch on uh, protein shakes and protein supplements, which is actually quite big. And, you know, a lot of health stores or, or any uh, shops that you go to will sell creatine or whey protein and, and on all those sort of supplements. Um, so, so perhaps let's, let's delve into it. We, we are on Facebook this afternoon. Uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear Nathan Solier uh, this afternoon. So protein shakes, yay or nay? Or does it really depend on the ingredients inside? Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the biggest thing. You know, protein, protein powder is actually a great way of being able to, to, to add protein to your diet. But the big thing um, I just got to mention is, is like, you know, you can have too much protein. And you've got to be wary of how much protein you have. So just for your listeners, I worked out the best way to, to so you can actually work out how much protein your body needs. So that way you're not overdoing it. And then also for those people who say, yeah, I get enough protein, you know, but not really knowing how much protein they get. And it's at the, the formula is 0.7 of a gram uh, point, times your weight by 0.7. And that will give you your grams. So, for example, if you weigh 100 kilos, then you should be having 70 grams of protein per day just to be able to maintain the muscle mass that you have right now. Now, if you are looking to gain more muscle mass, then I would look to times it by 1 or 1.2 so that way you get how many grams you'd be having per body weight. Wow, okay. So that being said, that, that, that's, that's, you know, that's the first point that you don't want to be taking into account. The other one is, is like protein powders. Yes, I believe protein powder is a great form of, um, of supplementation if you're not getting enough protein in your diet. And, uh, and you know, I've read a number of different studies, and, and one of the studies that I, I've been reading is, is that, you know, uh, protein uh, just, you know, in between meals, allows the absorption of the protein better when you do have it, when you do also have protein in your meals later as well. And then the other one is is having um, six grams of protein and 36 grams of carbohydrate before you have a workout. 
and then having a um, and having the protein after having anywhere between 20 and 30 grams of protein after your workout, and that could be through a protein shake, will optimize the the the, um, the gains you have. So. Uh, just repeat that again, six grams of protein, 36 grams of, of carbohydrate before you have, before you exercise. And then after your, after your exercise, having anywhere between 20 and 30 grams of protein after. Wow. So but before, like I said, and after, before and after is essential if you're building muscles. Yeah, if you, if you have, if you have that, those protein before you have your workout, it will absorb the protein that you have after your workout by up to 200%. So it's quite a big jump. Whereas if you have your, um, you know, if you have your protein after your workout, you'll observe, you'll absorb, um, depending on how well your stomach absorbs that stuff, um, up to that, you know, up to that uh, 30 grams or 20 grams of protein you have, but you'll optimize it more if you have some protein before you have a workout. Yeah, Nathan, is, is there a bit of a window? I mean, how soon after the workout should you be having the protein shake? You know, do you have to have it within two hours or 15 minutes? I mean, is there a window? Yeah, there's, there's a window of, of two hours. Okay. So after your workout, you should be looking to have that protein within two hours of having your workout. And it literally drops off, the absorption of that protein drops off by the minute. So, you know, there's a lot of supplements out there called BCAAs, and BCAAs is branched-chain amino acids. And, and branched-chain amino acids is a, um, it's basically amino acids in its very simplest form. But what they do is they put them, you can mix it in with a drink or, or with water, and it absorbs into the body a lot more easier than if you had a protein shake throughout your workout. So... If you have um, if you have this branched chain amino acid before uh, during your workout or straight after your workout, then you'll you'll absorb the protein a lot more effectively. Um, that being said, is is that you know there's no reason you have to have the branched chain amino acids before you know during your workout. Uh, as in, like you know, if you're a, if you're an elite athlete, if you're a a bodybuilder, um, then yeah, then you may look at branched chain amino acids. But the, the gains is only going to be, you know, um, a small percentage uh, to someone who is just doing, you know, who, who's just looking for a little bit of weight loss, who's looking for, you know, who's trained like maybe two or three times a week in the gym and wants to be able to maintain the muscle mass that they have. Because that's the key. The key is to be able to maintain or improve the muscle mass you have, not lose muscle mass. And when we do cardio, we lose muscle mass during that. And to a certain degree, if it's high intensity, if it's it's really high um, uh, high volume, high intensity weight training, you'll also lose muscle. Mm. So we want to be able to replenish, you know, fill that muscle back up with protein, so that way we can build on the muscle that we already have. Yeah. Well, that also makes me think after a workout, you shouldn't have a big meal after that because your body will absorb everything. So you should have a protein shake or protein, but really not junk food or or have rice after that because your body will just absorb it. Oh, correct. Correct. So you've just got to be, well, you know, the thing is, it's like, like I said before, is is that, um, you know, having protein afterward will be able to to maintain the muscle mass you have. But it's really important to be able to keep your your carbohydrate uptake intake up as well. So I always say, um, after your meal, you should be looking to have like your your fist size, no more than your fist size of some sort of starchy carb. You know whether that is rice, whether that is potatoes, whether that is 
um, you know, pasta, uh, pumpkin yeah. or, or, or pasta or anything like that. <clears throat> so that way the protein actually digests better, even it, it digests even better. So um, don't discount, you know, carbohydrate just because you want to get that protein into your body. I do recommend even having a little bit of protein. And some people will say, hey, that's too much. That's okay. You, as long as you're putting in anywhere between, like I said, when we first started the call, anywhere between 36 grams and above, you'll also be able to, to synthesize the protein that goes into your body. Yeah. So, and, 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 you know, I know people that put in with, um, and I, I don't do it myself, but, you know, some people put like oats into their protein shake. So that way it just adds a little bit more, um, or a little bit more volume. And, and like I said, it also, it digests better through the system too. Yeah. Uh, so is it okay to uh, drink protein shake if you don't work out then? Ah, that's a really good question. Well, that really comes down to how much protein you actually need in your day and, and, and whether you are actually having that. So if you're not having that, then you could look at some sort of protein substitute, uh, you know, protein powder as a substitute to be able to top it up. But you've just got to be careful what type of protein powders you actually get because a lot of protein powders, they contain um, heavy metals, so you've got to be very careful of the, the source that you're getting and, and, the, um, uh, and, and then also the, uh, um, the amount of ingredients. Now, here's, here's something I, I brought along because I actually brought one of the protein powders that we have at work. And, you know, when you read the back of it, uh, let me just find out where it is. Okay, so uh, this is the ingredients. Whey protein concentrate, freeze-dried strawberries, organic stevia. That's it. Oh, wow. Whereas if you get another protein, and I, I, I could have brought a, a, an old one we used to have, it's got like 35, 40 different ingredients in it. So you just got to be very careful of the type of protein that you go and get. I do recommend going with something that's, first of all, reputable. Second of all, finding something that's organic. And, um, and you know, if it's if it's beef-based protein or whey-based protein, make sure it's grass-fed. Um, if you are getting um, uh, uh, the other ones that I have is uh, egg protein. So egg protein as well. Just make sure you're not allergic to eggs. That's a complete protein. So generally, they're, they're the only complete proteins they have is, is, the, is the beef protein, the whey protein, and the egg protein. Then you can go into... Um, uh, a vegetarian protein. So you've got soy, um, you've got hemp, <clears throat> you've got uh, pea protein. And the pea protein that I have at, at work, it's called uh, clean lean protein. And this one here is from New Zealand. In fact, <clears throat> most of the products that I have are from New Zealand just <laughs> because I, I trust the, the um, well, of course I'm being New Zealand, but the, the, what I do trust about them is, is like the, the, the manufacturers and also the control associations that monitor these people, are, I believe, are better than many other countries in the world. And <clears throat> that's the biggest uh, – that's one of the things that I want to mention to your listeners is that not all countries, when they classify something as organic, is strictly organic. Hmm. You know, it may be, you know, they – they, they classify a certain level of like, okay, um, the, the, the grass has to be um, organic for a year and a half, for example, as opposed to New Zealand, the grass 
the grass needs to be uh, pesticide free. That's what I meant by organic. It, the, the grass is pesticide free for three years or more before it can be classified as organic. So <clears throat> you just got to be a little bit wary of, you know, reading the back of reading the back of the, the, the you know, the protein powders and making sure that it's got as little ingredients in it as you can. Yeah. Right. But I know that there are a lot of people out there that go, but what if it doesn't, you know, I want it to have, you know, creatine and I want it to also have, you know, BCAAs and I, I wanted to have all this other good funky stuff that is out there that, you know, that, that a lot of people proclaim to build muscle. I say just keep it simple. Keep it really simple. Protein powder, bit of flavoring, making sure it's like it's like on the back of one. That one is just like strawberry, you know. The, the, Organic the, the, the freeze-dried, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so using things like this uh, will give you a better. Um, we'll we'll be able to make sure that nothing else happens. You know, if you're using, you know, a, a protein powder that that's very low in um, in other stuff. Yeah. Um, one thing that comes to mind is uh, which proteins to take. Sometimes people just don't know whether to take a, a fast digesting one or sort of a slow digesting one as as a meal yeah. replacement. Should we be replacing our meals? I mean, you know, there's just a lot to, to consider. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because, you know, when, I, when I've done the research on this, you know, they have com uh, conflicting, you know, uh, viewpoints. You know, one one study said, you know, if you were having protein – you know, protein powder with the meal that you were having, then the absorption of that protein was, you know, absorbed better. Whereas, you know, when they did studies on when they use protein powder as a supplement, and I mean a supplement as in you have your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then you have your snack times and you have a protein, then the, um, the, the, the protein was also better absorbed of the protein powder that you actually just absorbed through that, you know, that supplement. So taking through those sort of, um, you know, those sort of studies, you know, to know whether it's a fast, fast absorbing protein or a slow absorbing protein, I always say you want to have a, a fast absorbing protein after your workout on into stomach. Mm. I would say a slow absorbing protein, you know, if you're using as a, a meal replacement, but you've got to remember a meal replacement also has fat and carbs in it as well. So you've got so to make sure that you can't just have a protein shake and that's it because you'll be hungry after a while. That, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I know that I know you know. Just one thing comes to mind is like keto. Keto doesn't have; uh, they don't use starch in their um, uh, it, it, in, the in, in the in the keto diet. Yeah. So making sure that you're having carbohydrate that is going to be slow absorption into the body, as opposed to, like I said, with a friend of mine who does oats in there in his um, in his protein shakes. So having a slow protein during meals and having a fast protein after your workout, I that's what I would recommend. Yeah, and the, the bottom line is these supplements are nowhere as good as the real food. I mean, it's better to have protein than to to have a, a supplement. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, is like the, 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 that's the reason why they're called a supplement, right? So the whole idea is, is to, you want to have your food as your foundation. And like I said before, you don't know what is in these protein powders unless you get it from a good source. And we are still supposed to masticate. And masticate means chewing. So when you chew, 
it breaks down the food and it breaks it down into the minerals and vitamins that goes into your stomach and goes through your large intestine. If you're not chewing that food, then there's a lot of there's a lot of lost enzymes and a lot of you know the the juices and the enzymes in your mouth are being lost because you're just drinking the food. So I do recommend making sure that we have a baseline of of food and then add the supplement on top of that. And that's why I say at the beginning, it's making sure you work out how much protein are you having right now? And here's a here's an interesting fact. Women totally overestimate how much protein they're having in their diet. They don't realize how little protein they're actually having. And you know, the, the a big thing for for um uh for uh menstruation is protein. Proteins and fats. It's really important to be able to have that in your diet. So um, all you women out there, if you if you know, uh, if, if you think you're having too much protein, then I, I urge you to sort of work out what you are, uh, what you're eating, the amount of protein, and then use the supplement wherever you uh, wherever necessary, whether it's after your workout or during the workout or during your um, uh, during your meal. Yeah. Well, Nathan, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. Can you remind our listeners once again uh, how we can find you uh, on social media? Oh, absolutely. Well, I've just released my YouTube channel. Oh, so congratulations. if you do want to find me, yeah, thank you. So if you want to find me on YouTube, it's Elite Personal Training Hong Kong. Uh, or if you want to go to my Instagram account, it's Elite PT Studio. Excellent. Well, Nathan, pleasure to talk to you again. Uh, we, we won't be chatting next week, but we'll return uh, to this uh, series the week after. Ha- have a great summer. Chat to you soon. Bye for now. Look forward to it. Bye.